look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Um, interesting uh, couple of topics uh, so far um, uh, today, but I want to talk. I want to swing back to something we talked about at the beginning. Okay, at the beginning of the show. The beginning yes. of the show because we talked a lot about this was a crazy, really interesting week, <laughs> right? Because there was so much that happened. It was um, you know the news flow was just unbelievable. We haven't heard the end of the news flow, obviously around uh, you know uh, global trade tensions and. Uh, negotiations and the oh, yeah. mudslinging or, or the trash talking that we're going to hear. It's going to be fascinating. You use the word tensions, my friend. You mm-hmm. didn't say war. You didn't say trade war. No, no. I think way too early to declare okay. that. I hear a lot of that in the news. Yep. But I have to tell you that the market doesn't see it as that, right? We we have some volatility. Don't get me wrong. Yep. Um, but uh, I would have expected much more volatility if the market was really pricing in a trade war because a trade war ultimately, Faisal, leads to um, a slowdown in global growth. Right, and a slowdown in global growth is going to affect profitability of companies, earnings, consumer spending, all of those things. Yep. Right, and we didn't uh, we didn't see last week a massive um, a, a massive amount of volatility relative to what I thought we could have if the market had interpreted this differently. So, is it a negotiation tactic, or is it the beginning of a trade war? Hmm. I mean, that chapter is yet to be written. So, Dave, what does all this mean? You know, pipeline, yeah. NAFTA. Trade disputes, trade war, trade tension, whatever you want to call it. What does this all mean? We tie it into it together. Yeah, so I don't mean to be flippant in my comment here, um, but whether it's we're talking trade tensions uh, today or pipelines or we're talking OPEC's decision to cut or increase supply or you're talking about the Italian elections or the Spanish no confidence vote, um, insert here. Okay, so there's always something going on. And um, what does it mean? Uh, it means that you better be properly, uh, you, you better have a good, strong investment thesis that you can take this information and compare it against the thesis because it's only in doing that that you can determine whether or not this is news or noise, right? And that's where we started the conversation this morning or the first segment of this show where we were talking about trying to distill that. And that's very difficult. It's very yeah. difficult for people and it often leads to emotional responses in investing versus um, proper strategy based on family dynamic, based on your goals and objectives as a family, based on the income, all of those things that you talked about in the first segment. Correct. And I think we're, we're, there's two different games that are being played from individual investors and advisors out there. Sure. Some are playing checkers. Every topic that comes up in the news, they react by making a jump. Right. Okay. When it comes to investing and managing your money as you transition to right. or live in retirement, it's a game of chess. Right. You have to think four, five, six moves in advance. Understand what each character or each piece can move to and do. There's not two ways they can only move. They can move multiple ways with multiple different t- type right. of pieces, and you need to think six steps ahead. That's very difficult in the middle of, of all this information being thrown at an individual or an advisor. Right. And so this is where you need to ask the advisor or the advisor needs to ask themselves, what's the thesis that I'm investing on? Right. What if I'm wrong and things are better? Because you could be wrong and things could be way better than what you're anticipating. Sure. Yep. Or if I'm wrong and things are worse. Right. 
What am I going to do? What's the playbook? And if you cannot get that answer, I would strongly suggest you have a, a deeper conversation with that advisor. And if you're an advisor and you don't have that, go get it because yep. you need it. And I'm going to just leave you on this thought, and then we've got another topic to cover today. But uh, there should be no panic, okay? Sometimes uh, we talk to a lot of people, actually, and, and they feel panicked, like they've got to make a decision immediately right now. There's very little uh, that happens on a day-to-day basis that fundamentally changes in a massive way the strategy that you've got in place. Correct. Right? So it's a series of incremental changes. If structured properly, though, Dave. If structured properly. That's what I'm saying. And most people don't have their portfolio structured for their their phase of life, and that's why they're freaking out. Correct. And And I get that. That's what I was going to say. That's the gut check, right? If you feel panicked every day that you've got to respond to something, okay, there either isn't a proper strategy in place or you don't know what it is. Yeah. Because that should not be the feeling that you're having. Correct. Right, uh, And that's a broad-based statement, but it is a general statement that you can use as a gut check to do that. Now, moving on, because we, uh, we could kill this to death here. Okay, so let me, let, me, let me start this next little piece here. U.S. personal finance expert Susie Orman yeah. is adamant that you're, you shouldn't retire until you're 70 yeah, years of age. Okay. She has a point. We're living longer. So it does make sense to work a few more years to stay active and build your retirement savings. Thoughts? What if I hate my job? Okay, what else? What if I don't need the money? Good. What if I don't want to? Yeah. I, I, when did we lose the concept of choice and the ability to, to choose our, our future and our careers and our, and our retirements? The, the concept, and, and, and I, I, I really respect Susie Orman. No disrespect to her when I'm saying this. I understand where she's coming from from a mathematical perspective. And most Americans, just like most Canadians, don't have enough money to save for retirement or don't have enough savings for retirement. And so they do have to delay their retirement. I get that. But there are many, many Canadians that can just properly structure their financial and wealth and actually be able to enjoy their lifestyle in the time that they want to. Yeah, Susie Arman's a smart gal. She's uh, well-respected and well-written. Um, the problem with that statement, when you read it, it it's out of, you know the context. It is a, it's the rules of thumb, the blanket statements, and they don't apply, right? So, in all due respect, that's right. Give you know, Susie opines on a bunch of different topics here, but the fact of the matter is, people need this. We we speak to the process of retirement. Okay, is seventy the right number? Well, I remember very clearly early in my career when I was a rookie, talking to um, a gentleman who was a doctor, a radiologist in Calgary. And he was 80 or 81 years old at the time, hmm. working full-time. He didn't need the money. Trust me. He didn't need the money. I said, why are you doing it? I like what I do. That's a darn good reason I to think, keep working. I think we have to kind of look at even earlier in our show when Ken, the author, was talking about time and money. And this is the, the conversation right. that people need to have within themselves. And their spouses, right? They're, they're, right. Yeah. Do I have enough money to provide me more time? Because you can buy time. Yes. If you have to go to work, right. that's a different story. Right. But if you don't have to go to work, now you've been able to buy time by spending your savings to enjoy or do the things you want to do. Right. And if that means changing from a an, an, uh, laborious job into a non-laborious or job. Creative or something else. Or, or you just don't want to work anymore and you want to do the things that are on your bucket list that have nothing to do with your career. Right. That's okay. Right. But what needs to be done is you need to sit down and have a strategy. You cannot leave it up to, oh, I hope it works out. 
Well, you can, but you just might. You can't. Be... No, you can't because it may not work out. Why put that risk on <laughs> I was it all? Gonna say. So you can't do that, Dave. You can't just say, "I hope it works out," and leave and, and let your life continue on that way. That's I've seen some people do. It. I know, but that doesn't mean you should do it. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, you need structure in that process. You need a you need a process. You need a strategy that matches that provides you with income growth over the lifetime, reducing your tax strategy, making sure whatever's on your bucket list reaches its full potential. Yeah. And it starts with a, it starts with um, thinking a little bit about what your lifestyle is going to be, right? And then I think that Susie would agree with that. If, if, you're, if you're sitting down, right, if you want to work to 70, that's fine. Correct. It's choice. If you need to work for, to 70 be, for financial reasons, okay, that's fine. But again, you can reassess what your lifestyle costs are. Maybe I don't need to be working full time. I can be doing part time. I can switch to something else. I don't get paid as much as I was. But you it's have choice, stress. and that's all I'm you saying. Is do not have this one size fits all concept right. of you have to stay till you retire at seventy or anything anybody says. You need you have, you have choice, but you need to do the analysis on that choice I and to see if it works. I agree. And in fact, that's that's the entire conversation that we're going to have at our upcoming seminar. It's about bulletproofing your retirement. And it is a process of, of self-discovery working backwards from what that lifestyle is to make sure all the analytics are done and that you can, in fact, deliver uh, on, that, uh, on that vision that you've created for yourself and your family. And that'll be on Monday, June 18th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. You need to reserve your seat. So give us a call, 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Retirement my friend is a human experience, and we talk to we talk to literally hundreds and hundreds of Calgarians every single year about that process, what they're dreaming about, what they envision, and what their fears are, right? And over the past nine years of doing of having this conversation, it's been very interesting to uh, to not only be able to provide that structure that you talk about, but to learn from people. Right, real people going through that process. And if you want to continue learning and understanding what your choices are in retirement, you can listen to these shows and your past segments on morethanmoneyradio.com or get them delivered directly to you by searching for More Than Money CHQR on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You're listening to 770 CHQR and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodcundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodcundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodcundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodcundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodcundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodcundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.